Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Hey everybody, this is Marnie Swedberg. Welcome to Marnie's Friends and we are excited today to be talking for event planners about speaker fit, how to find the best speaker for your event. And Our guest today is Carol Brewer. Carol has both been an event planner for Christian Women in Media and a women's conference and retreat speaker herself and worship leader. And she is here with us today to share about how to find the best speaker for your event. Grab a notepad or paper and uh, we're going to, during the next hour, cover the number one thing to consider before you even begin searching for your speaker. An easy way to weed out the wrong speakers before you even pick up the phone. Some topic tactics, including two ways to think about topic selection. Money matters and creative ways to fund your speaker budget. Your speaker's role in setting the tone for your event. The grass is greener mentality for speaker booking versus the truth. How to do your due diligence prior to booking a speaker you don't personally know. And also creating your ideal speaker wish list. Carol Brewer, our guest today, has a beautiful voice, shares timely words, and has a heart of encouragement, nurture, and edification for everyone she meets. You can learn more about her over at her website, carolbrewer.com. She spells her name with an E, C-A-R-O-L-E, brewer.com. Welcome to you, Carol. So great to have you here today. Oh, Marty, it's wonderful to be with you. God bless you, and I look forward to our fun and fast hour together. Yeah, it always does go fast, doesn't it? You and I have shared the mm-hmm. air a few times, and the, the minutes fly by. <laughs> mm-hmm, it will. Yeah. But good yeah. stuff. Well, you, yeah, for sure. Well, you actually have been speaking and providing uh, beautiful worship music um, in the California areas around, around the country for several years. And mm-hmm. maybe just go back to when you first started. Um, what were some of your first impressions when you first started about how event planners were finding speakers uh, compared to maybe now? Oh, quite a bit different time. It was way back a few decades ago. uh, I was on a television program once a month for 10 years in the San Francisco Bay Area. And so it was really easy for me to just call or connect with the, an event planner. They kind of they knew who I was, and so it was easy for me to to get those bookings. But you know, they now we're on internet and satellite, and the um, the sort of over the airways broadcasts have really diminished quite a bit. And so now it's you know primarily satellite, and so it's just different and and flooded. You know, a lot more programming and and quite quite a bit busier, I guess. And so we were kind of like one of the only venues that people could watch at that time. So I had a really good, um, I guess, consolidated audience to watch. But now it's pretty busy, pretty uh, mm-hmm. pretty spread out there. So it's a little more challenging, but God's in control, certainly, but more challenging to get my message out. And uh, mm-hmm. so it's, it's different. But I was very, very busy when I was on the television program. And so that was mm-hmm. how I got really started. And then at the beginning of the year 2000, around then, um, Carol Kent, and a lot of our listeners know who Carol Kent is, was, has been a wonderful friend and mentor for me, as she has for so many, for so many years. And I uh, did some extra speaker training with her. You know, she said, Carol, you're already talking. <laughs> you know, you're already giving your testimony. You need to, you know, develop some uh, topics for women. So I started doing that in about 15 years ago, and then I've been uh, meshing, melding those two things together, my music and message together. So it's been a great blessing. Yeah, I think, too, when I think back, you know, um, 15 years ago when womenspeakers.com started compared to uh-huh. then to now, a lot has changed in that, like, there's many more major women's events now than there were. Uh, back then, Everybody was doing their own retreats every year. Um, you know, it was it was quite a bit different. Now a lot of groups go to, you know, like a big Beth Morge or Smire 
are, mm-hmm. you know, women of faith was there for a long time, uh, uh, brood, cop, brood life, that all of those have come in. And those are very fun. But still what I'm seeing is that most groups are hosting at least one um, conference or weekend event or women's day per year. Um, many groups, several more than that. So it's kind of, there's kind of a pendulum swing happening uh-huh. where I'm seeing a kind of comeback a little bit now where the churches are saying, yeah, these big events are good, um, maybe once a year, but let's, uh-huh. you know, let's have some of our own, uh, right. own events where the ladies can really get to know each other um, at a retreat center or something like that. So things change yeah. and things move along. For the event well, planners personal. who are listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's personal. Right. It's personal because, yeah. in you know, what I've seen is um, some of the groups that are kind of dwindled or leadership has changed and they're, you know, trying to get started again. I find that a retreat is a wonderful opportunity for the for a core group to redevelop. You know, and because the women come together and they become close, they bond, and then that becomes a new, refreshed core group for the church, you know, to really get there, to revamp, restart their women's ministry. So it's a, that's yeah. one of the great byproducts of having a smaller retreat. Absolutely. And as we go through this hour, uh, event planners, you want to be thinking about either hosting your own conference, retreat, Women's Day, or even having a speaker in for a mother-daughter tea or for a Christmas uh, banquet or whatever it is, all of these things that we're going to talk about can help you to identify who the best speaker is for you. And it is, it is a challenge to find the, best, the right speaker, and we're going to talk through some different aspects of how you can do that effectively. Carol's put together um, over at her website, carolbrewer.com. You can get this checklist as well as we're going to kind of walk it through and talk it through here today with you. So Carol, why don't you start us off with the number one thing to consider before you even begin searching for your speaker? Uh, well, I thought about this and I started writing other things and I thought, whoa, it's prayer. <laughs> prayer is the number one thing. And then as you pray, you know, will the speaker that you select point your women to the Lord? I think that is the most important thing. And will the speaker come for an inspirational, you know, just something inspirational, or truly come with a heart that uh, will provide a transformational event, you know, where women will really have transformed hearts, really changed hearts? I think that's, you know, what we all are thinking but really to pray about that and really make that commitment because that's the difference between a Sarah, a secular event and a Christian event. I mean, we're really pointing women to the Lord, and it takes a lot of prayer and guide, guidance from the Lord, you know, to and a God divine appointments. You know, where who is that person going to be? Lord, show me. And just I think for leaders or you know. Any of us in ministry, just spending time in God's presence, seeking him first is the most important thing. Mm, right. And then and then recognizing, too, in prayer, uh, who your audience is, like who is mm-hmm. going to be there. Um, yeah. this, this speaker that you're bringing in needs to be a good match for the audience, a good fit for mm-hmm. them, because if you, um, if you don't consider that and you just bring someone in, without taking into consideration who your women are, she may have a wonderful message for a different audience but can't connect with your women. So, so important to be thinking about who's going to be attending and what their mm-hmm. needs are and can this speaker can this speaker really, you know, really nail that and mm-hmm. um, be that girl. Um, you have um, your, your number two thing in your speaker set is, is an easy way to weed out the wrong speakers before you even pick up the phone. <laughs> so talk to us about theology a little bit. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, theology, right? That's true. Um, you know, mission statement is kind of important. I hope they have that person has that mission statement on their website. I think uh, indications of professionalism and commitment, I think, would be maybe a website. And then the referrals, which show the person's commitment in their heart. And, you know, is it a good uh, fit? I certainly get asked, you know, that question when uh, by pastors, and that's, 
you know, it's their responsibility or the leader's responsibility. They have a pulpit, a, uh, a place they want to make sure that whoever's coming is going to be giving the message that is going to be aligned with the message they're providing. You know, that's they were hired by the church to, you know, to be pastors, and they want to make sure that whoever is there is going to, again, align their message with what they believe, their beliefs. So uh, does your speaker believe about God, the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and, and how about the Holy Spirit? And and I think that the mission statement will reflect that. But, again, professionalism, too. I think you um, – it takes a lot of work to put together a, web, a website, and it takes a lot of personal funds, usually, to do that. And so I think that uh, the per, the speaker's materials – tell a lot too about their heart and their passion for you know the calling on their heart to serve women's ministries right yeah i too encourage you to check out their statement to make sure that it aligns with with yours and if there's any uh, major differences there to talk those through before you get (laughs) before you get to the point of, of booking them and then also too um if you have red flags in your spirit, I, I just really encourage you to pause and really prayerfully consider, why do I have a red flag here? And I, I work with speakers all the time, and there are many things that can put up a red flag that aren't real, but they put up a red flag. So some of them you can just pray through and God can give you peace and say, no, that was really okay, go forward. Um, other red flags are really there from the Holy Spirit that's giving you a pause that, you know, there's something that's just not quite right either all together or else for you. Um, so just to really be in tune with the Spirit and let him, let him rule people out, actually even before you connect with them or after your first connection with them. And, and, of course, back to what you said, Carol, too, the first thing is to pray and to continue praying through the whole process. It's kind of funny because it's almost like dating um, in that, you know, it is, you may, you may, the dance. <laughs> It's sort of a dance, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you may may have maybe an um, idolized vision of who this speaker would be, but as you begin to get to know her a little bit better, you might be like, okay, I think I was, you know, making her a little bigger than she is, or I think that I misunderstood this about her. And it's really okay. There's time there. So just Mm -hmm. to do to do your job of, of walking through it, talking through it, and making sure that you get the right speaker. We're going to take a little break here, come back and talk about some topic tactics and also some money matters. We'll be right back. Women's ministry leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Women'sEvents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at Women'sEvents.info. That's www.Women'sEvents.info. Welcome back. This is Marty Swedberg. We're talking today about how to find the best speaker for your event. And our guest is Carol Brewer of carolbrewer.com. You spell Carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, carolbrewer.com. Carol, next let's talk about some topics. Um, you know, I, I've, always, I've always encouraged planners to do one of two things. First of all, if you already know the speaker you want, like you just know for sure that you want this particular speaker to come, then what I encourage you to do is I encourage you to ask her, what is the topic that God's got burning on your heart right now? And go with her topic. But if you don't know the speaker that you want, then I encourage you to start with the topic and say, what is the topic God is burning on my heart right now, (laughs) on the heart Mm -hmm. of my woman right now? And then right. find the speaker that matches that topic. So you actually have a couple ways to think about topic selection, too. And go ahead and share those. Well, thanks. Yes, I've worked both ways as a speaker where uh, the topic was already chosen, and I would write to the topic. And then I've also, you know, just prayed and as God has led me to topics and 
you kind of field test them too to see what's working well and if it has boy that's a good topic let's stick with that because that the women really responded well to that let's do it again you know let's let other people know that we have that topic so there are two ways to think about it but a good title is good and you know that lends itself to decorating and um, planning and I think the whole aspect of a a committee, a retreat committee, or a, an event committee, getting ready. You know, because we always have our decorators and crafters, and and the promotional materials and all those things. So a topic title will lend itself great to the whole aspect of that event beyond the speaker. And then I think, of course, the commitment to sharing the gospel. Now I have to be honest. I saw several years ago a flyer. Uh, at a, in a very expensive hotel down in the San Diego area, and it was for shopping, and that was the retreat. <laughs> and I thought, well, yeah, I, you know, that's nice. That might be a little um, exclus- excluding some people that had uh, maybe didn't have quite the same budget as some of the others that were going, and they might feel a little funny about shopping in all the high-end stores and, uh, you know, just these different things. And, and I thought, you know, we're going to take time away is that pointing women to the Lord, or is that just a fun getaway? I mean, we all need refreshment, but I don't personally find anything more refreshing than basking in God's presence and being in his word. That is, for me, transformational. And, and I think that, so that's, that's where my commitment is, is to sharing the gospel. And I would, I would hope that for a Christian event that that would be uh, a priority about topics and, and uh, just delving back into God's Word, uh, thinking about it, growing, learning, going back refreshed and renewed, and a new beginning. And, of course, topics need to meet the needs of the women, so you would want to be in touch with your uh, women in your group and what's going on in their lives, what's in the forefront of their minds, what their prayers are about, and then finding a topic. Of course, that's just the title, because underneath that is, of course, the, the content, and so finding the, a good topic, but then finding the content to go along with that that's really going to address some needs that your women are having. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, if you, if you pick a topic or a title that is conducive to having the theme go along with it, for, for example, I'm thinking of living water, and you could have mm-hmm. well, you know, water, watering wells and you know, mm-hmm. um, different things around, like that little waterfalls or different yeah. things like that. But if your topic isn't like that, if it doesn't automatically go there, then what you do is you select your topic, and then you have your decorations be something that is complementary but not necessarily attached to it. So let's mm-hmm. say that the topic is simplify. Well, there's maybe not something that just jumps straight to mind for decorations with that. So then you just pick a color theme or whatever, and you go with that for your, you know, your table things. Or, uh, and it's okay. Both ways work. The main thing is, and I think what our heart is to communicate, is that the topic needs to be something that really connects with your women right now where they are today. And that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. And then if you know your topic, without knowing your speaker, it's a wonderful way to find a speaker because then you can just do a search. Like at womenspeakers.com, you just go into the topics section where you, on the front page you just go more topics and then you just type in your topic and all the speakers who speak to that topic come up. You know, so it's a wonderful way to find a speaker once you have your topic. Um, Carol, have you, ever, have you ever had a situation where um, y- you had a topic that maybe was very difficult to work with? Mm, well, not eventually, you know, because if I accepted it and I felt led to do it, then God would help me through the process. That was of, such a great answer. That was you such know, a great answer. But in the beginning, yeah. you know, like, you, okay, so I, I felt called to go, right? Yeah. And so then I yeah. would say, okay, you know, Lord, wow, this is a fresh start for me. Um, I'm going to have to study, right. yeah. and, you know, and, and you're going to have to lead me and guide me. So it's, it, I found that it was a good journey. For me, because I grew, I wasn't stuck in, uh, you know, the present, but I was going forward to the future and yeah. creating something new. And so it was, it was a good process for me. And I then I got excited once I was ready to in, and prepared to come. Yeah, I I love that answer and just how you how you said it there too, because I I believe that that's how it's going to work. Um, if you if you have a speaker in mind and she doesn't speak on the topic that you're going for, 
really still just ask her because God can prompt her. God can give her that and actually, like you just said, grow her as well while she's growing your women. So that's so cool. That's great. And did you have anything else you wanted to share, share about topics before we move on? Hmm. Uh, well, good question. I didn't, not specifically, let, that I can think of okay. right now. Uh, it's just uh, really important to have something that stands out. I think, you know, we, we go for something that grabs people. I know I think the one word, and I was sharing with another friend of mine, and the one word seems to be kind of popular right now. So uh, so that might be something topic, to think of. Yeah. A long title might be a little complicated. So, you know, to sound, to sound fresh and not overly trendy, but just kind of go with what women are looking for, I think that might be helpful, a one-word title. I think, the, yeah, and I think the other thing is with a shorter title or even just a one-word or three words or whatever, as what happens is you're able to really develop that and drive it home very deeply so that even years later, Somebody can remember the, you know, revitalize mm. retreat or the simplify mm-hmm. retreat or whatever, whatever the retreat is, you know, that they would be able to actually remember that word, whereas, you know, with a long title, probably not so easy right. to do. Yep. Yeah. And keep, you know, keep coming back, coming back, coming back. Once you have a topic um, selected and nailed down, then you're going to develop, everything's going to kind of develop from that hub out and everything's going to be pointing back to reinforcing that message that God has put in your heart. So it makes it very simple. It kind of brings the big world of options down to something doable uh, so that you can really focus on, on one, key, one key strategy there and move forward. Mm-hmm. Let's talk mm-hmm. about money a little bit because um, a lot of groups really don't have a speaker budget. And this, right. is, this is intimidating for event planners because, of course, they want to bless a speaker who's coming, but there's, they don't have really very much of a budget. And so let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that because also, you know, the Bible does talk about that the, the minister is worth her, her wage as well. And, of course, speakers, a lot of speakers, this is their income, and they, they need to have money too. So maybe, uh, Carol, let's go ahead and just start talking about money in general, and then we can get more specific as we go. Thanks. Well, I've, I've found over the years in um, visiting on the phone with event planners um, that, you know, it is a concern. It's kind of like sometimes it's the first question. Um, and, you know, I have a, a pretty sophisticated website. I've been, it's been on there for year and I've, years, and I've been tweaking it for years. So it's pretty, um, I don't know, complicated. It could be. It could be complicated for some. And there's a lot of information there. But, you know, I, I always say that, you know, don't let that deter you from connecting with me or connecting with someone that has an extensive website. It just shows they've been doing a lot of things over the years and you know so it, it don't be don't be afraid of that, but just connect personally with that person and just see what is possible. Uh, you might be surprised about how many speakers were just willing to come you know on a love offering and and make it as easy as possible i mean all of my friends who are in ministry, I mean, we were honored to be invited, whether big or small. And so just keep that in mind and don't be deterred by a professional website that thinks, oh, I just couldn't afford, afford that person or they just, you know, they're just too this or that or I wouldn't, they wouldn't want to come. And that just simply is not true with, with the women that I am connected with, especially through Christian Women Media. I mean, we just have hearts to come in all situations. But there's other ways. There's, there's planning that you can do. You know, you can do an in-house retreat or a Super Saturday, a one-day event. And um, as far as meals, one of the things that really helps to save money on is to cater the entree and then have the committee bring in the rest of the dishes, you know, side dishes and desserts. And that saves quite a bit of money. And, you know, I was just kind of adding up a ticket idea, a ticket plan for if you had a one-day retreat, an all-day retreat on a Saturday. Uh, if you charged 1250 for each person, the, the cost of the ticket, times 40 women, that comes out to $500. Now, you have to, you'd have to subtract some for the food, of course, but you know that um, it could be under 400 or whatever for your speaker to come in and you know, do a couple. I mean, there are quite a few speakers that are willing to do that. And so there is a way to do that. Um, there's other ways to save, you know, by having it in your home church, with uh, equipment already in place in your sanctuary, that saves a lot 
from having to carry technical equipment to a conference center, and you save a lot of money that way. And then you can have pre-event uh, sales, like bake sales, rummage sales, you know, other things on, on Sundays after church, just, just throughout the year to help boost the speaker budget. And I know that quite a few churches, the small and medium churches, don't even have, I shouldn't say even, but do not have a women's director on the roster team because maybe youth is the, the primary uh, emphasis or just different areas, uh, education and, uh, I don't know, just different, different areas, sports. It could be another. And so sometimes the leader will have uh, multiple tasks, as all of us do, you know, when we're employed, we have an employer and we have a, a multiple job description. So women's team or women's leader might be under the job description of, a, of another title. And so there may not be a specific department, you know, for specifically for women's ministries. So in that case, you know, we have to assemble a team and a few teams and two or three women that are enthusiastic or get five and pray and see what's possible. Maybe that 1250 a person might be a double for a Super Saturday. Right, and then, you know, the other thing is if you haven't if you haven't done this before, go ahead and start small and mm-hmm. and grow from there. Your first year, what you're going to find is your first year you'll have gals come out and even before the day is over, ask for submissions for women who might be willing to help you plan the next one. And as you start in advance and work in advance, that's going to help a lot. People are able to set funds aside. You know, 1250 is a buck a month <laughs> for a year. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, if, right. if you can people heads up, they, they really can make this doable. And even I know a lot of the one-day events are 40 to $60, but, of course, that's usually renting a venue. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you just you just have to look at look at what your possibilities are. Start where you are and build up. If you're looking at bringing in um, a speaker who has who's like a best-selling author or whatever, you're going to have to you know have a bigger budget for that. It's their time. They just can't be everywhere they're invited to go. They're invited to too many places, and so they have to. The it's the uh, de- you know, demand and supply <laughs> type thing. Right. So just know that that's the reality. But there are speakers who would be happy and willing to come to you uh, for the amount of money that God has provided you with. And one of the things that you can do too is you can consider just um, like if your expenses for your event are, let's say your expenses for your event are going to be $32 per woman. Well, add $3 or add $5 to that ticket and cover the cover the speaker with that money. So you can you can just take it up just a little bit and have it work. Um, so don't don't feel like you can't do it just because you don't have a big budget. It's still doable, and a lot of speakers will come in and work with you. And of course, you know as you grow, then you will have more funds to bring in a speaker that would you know that would require more money. And it isn't always necessarily about the quality of the speaker, whether she requires more money, but it's going to be the notoriety of the speaker will usually be the, the difference. So if she's the one that everybody's calling and inviting right now, if her book is most recent out and a big seller and you heard her on all the radio stations, of course she's going to be the one in highest demand. So most of the other speakers are going to be able to work with you and work with your budget. Carol, do you have any follow-up thoughts to that? Um, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. What did you say again? Do I have any Do you have any sorry? follow Follow-up thoughts? Oh, follow-up thoughts. Um, yes, I just was thinking about um, what you were saying about speakers with notoriety. There are agents, and, of course, the agent takes 20%. So that is – and you may not be speaking directly with the speaker until it is confirmed and booked. And so that is, would be something for event planners to consider. Do we want to go through an agent, you know, and hopefully the agent's servant-hearted, loves the Lord too, and so you will be dealing with the agent and then talking about the speaker. Then you will be in contact with the speaker after after she is confirmed and s- selected. And so those who are, um, you know, just representing themselves without an agent, then that would be a direct phone call, and that's a good way to – to actually get to know the person is right over the phone if that's if that's where your heart's desire is and you're not you know scheduling a huge event 
So just something at your church or something where you might invite some other churches to come in. I, I sing and spoke for a women's event last spring up in Washington State. I'm in California, so I say up <laughs> in Washington State. And it was a medium-sized church, small to medium-sized group. And they did invite women uh, from, and that's a good way to help boost your um, monetary funds as well and, and help boost the event by inviting other churches in the area to come participate. It's a good way to do it, too. Absolutely. And, of course, that that is another way to break down the walls between the denominations. You know, we're all going to be in heaven together. Yeah, I agree. Talking today with Carol Brewer of carolbrewer.com. We're going to take a short break. Come back and talk about uh, your speaker's role in setting the tone for your event, as well as uh, the mentality that the grass is always greener somewhere else. We'll be right back. Do you ever need a guest speaker? Or maybe you're a speaker who's available to go. Check out womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world since 2002. Connecting thousands of planners with over 1,300 speakers. Speakers are available to you from every state, denomination, experience level, and fee range. You simply search when you have time, anytime, day or night, and connect directly with the speakers that interest you. No middlemen, no hidden fees. It's all simple, easy, enjoyable, and online. Check it out today at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie, and we are talking today about how to find the best speaker for your event with our guest, Carol Brewer. Carol, so happy to have you here today. Oh. I'm happy to have you over at womenspeakers.com, too. You've been with us since almost the beginning. We are 15 years old this year, womenspeakers.com, uh-huh. which is so incredible. Isn't that amazing? Teenagers. And, uh, <laughs> I know. That's right. That's right. You said 15. Uh, so so. 15, I know. Crazy, crazy. Well, let's go ahead and talk about um, how a speaker helps set the tone for an event. Hmm. I thought about this as well, and I was just thinking, I thought of three words really here, and then, then I can elaborate some more on some things, but I thought of three words, graciousness, enthusiasm, and gratitude. I think that those three attributes for your speaker will really set the tone for the event, because before the event, you know, you want to um, ask the leader, that person who you are inviting, will want the leadership to pray for them. So that's the first thing they'll ask is, is please pray for me as I'm getting ready. And then, you know, they, that person will keep communication open with the event planner about the vision and purpose of the event. You know, open communication. Do you have any ideas or, you know, let me edit this. Uh, go ahead and if, if we switch Switch ideas. Maybe you have a, another idea because perhaps we have three months, six months, eight months, perhaps a year that we're planning ahead. So being flexible, you know, to change an idea or change a little bit of a direction. That person wants to be flexible. You know, that to uh, the speaker needs to be flexible to put the event planner at ease, so they so that it reduces a lot of stress. You know, and that and that's very very important. So. Keeping the vision and purpose uh, for the speaker is really important. Um, direct connection. Here's, this is really important for me since I bring both the music and the message, and that is I just direct or ask to speak directly with the audio-visual technic- technician at the church. That could be the worship leader or the lead pastor um, or the music pastor or just the AV person at the church. And that way I'm able to bypass uh, if I get permission to do that, I'm able to bypass the um, event planner who may not be a musician, who really doesn't know want to know anything about that stressful aspect of setting up all the AV stuff. And so that is one of the ways that I'm able to bypass that and, and get things done and all those details and accomplish a lot. So that's one of the things. So you would want... And it doesn't have to be just about the music. It can be just about the microphone. What kind of microphone am I using? What what is the sound system like? Speakers would like to know that. And the event planner wants to make sure that we don't have a lot of uh, noise and things going wrong because 
oh, that can just make or break an event, you know, when you have problems with the audio system. So um, that that's a very important consideration, and that hopefully the speaker can help alleviate some of that stress by her knowledge of these things. That would really be helpful. And then how about if the speaker could submit some PowerPoint slides for the Sunday services or, or assist maybe with photo and the text and things like that. I think that uh, in my heart is, is that way, that a speaker should be just, you know, they're being hired, um, selected, invited to be the guest there. And so being able to work with the event planner, being gracious again, enthusiastic, having gratitude and being honored to be invited, I think that's the bottom line. And then, and then with that attitude, the speaker is going to be available to help and do, every, do whatever she can to be supportive and just come alongside that event planner to ensure a wonderful event. And so I think that that is uh, what I'm thinking about setting the tone for the event. It's, a, it's ahead of time. And then on the day of the event, again, meeting with and praying with the committee and then greeting the women as they come in the door, that's important. And then prayed up and prepared. That's the kind of speaker you're going to want to invite. Yeah. The speaker makes such a difference in how your event goes. Obviously, um, if it's an event that most the speaker is the main thing, then <laughs> then it's critical that you select a speaker that has your heart for mm-hmm. your women and not not going to come in and try to um, get her message across that is different from yours. And, you know, when I work with event planners, I say this right, it goes right from the top. So you actually want to go to... What is on the pastor's heart for the women in your church, for the whole church? Then what is on the women's ministry? Under the pastor comes the women's ministry leader then. What is on her heart for the women? And then comes the speaker. And that speaker's message has to align with what the women's ministry leader and the pastor are seeing as the vision for God for the women. And when that happens, then beyond that, you want to decide, you know, is this going to be humorous with a little bit of uh, meat to it? Is it going to be really uh, evangelistic message? Is it going to be an in-depth Bible study message? You know, what, what are you really looking for? Because it really matters when you're picking your speaker. It matters what tone you want this event to take, uh, what you communicate to her, and what she's going to actually bring to you. So as I think about tone, that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking about there is, you know, what is it what is it that your speaker is going to bring that's going to align with your heart and your mission? Carol, one of the things that I like to ask my event planners when I'm going to speak is when your women are leaving after this event or after this retreat or conference, whatever it is, when your women are walking out the door, what is it that you want them to be thinking or feeling right then? Do you want them to be on a mountaintop? <laughs> I mean, just like super excited Mm -hmm. and charged up or do you want them to be calm and contemplative i mean without asking an event planner this how would you know an event planners if you don't share this information with your speakers they can't read your mind and so these are the kind of things that you want to be thinking about when you're looking to find a speaker who is it that's going to be able to take my group of women where i believe god wants us to go during this period of time during this program or this conference and then you're then you're communicating that with the speaker, uh, talking back and forth about how God may bring that about into into fruition. Um, and and it's not that only one speaker could do it. I I believe that you know God has called. Well, it says that His eyes roam back and forth over the earth, seeking mm-hmm. for someone whose heart is true. And I believe that there's many people whose hearts are true. I, I like to think of prayer like this: um, that God taps me with a worry or a concern, and I go right to prayer. But if I don't, I believe I missed that opportunity, and he taps someone else who will pray. That's how I think it happens. And I think that's the same way for the speakers. There's probably more than one speaker out there who could accomplish the work that God has to do here. And your job as the event planner is to find one of them who would be willing to come and share with your group. So there's no pressure as much as there's just the the searching the searching for the right person. Um, one of the things that happens, Carol, is that when we go to find a speaker, sometimes we're like, um, there's nobody around here that I want to invite. I want to invite somebody from the other side of the country, which is fine. 
or even from the other side of the world, which is fine. But sometimes there's somebody in your backyard <laughs> that could be just as good. What do you What do you say about you know bringing in a tra- traveling speaker or somebody local? What are your thoughts there? Uh, you know, I run into into this so many times. It's, it's really funny. And there are groups, you know, that will invite. I'm in California, so they would invite a speaker say, from Texas, because, oh, she's from Texas, wow, you know. <laughs> and I actually got to your part of the country uh, one time up in Canada, and they said, where is Sacramento? <laughs> you know, I'm up, in Can- up, in, up north of you in um, Ontario, where is Sacramento? And in California, where is that, you know? So, and know. one time, you know, I'm not blonde, you know, they said, you, you must be blonde, why, you're from California? No. So anyway, it's amazing <laughs> how that works. But it's it's it's. Uh, an expectation. There is a persona. I'm in media, so and you're in media. We know, we understand what that means, you know, through radio and television and different aspects of media. That there is a persona, and on a website, and we're we're you know speakers are trying to project a personality type. And I think one of the things that my friends in in speaking strive for is just to be as real as possible, so that what you see or what you read about is what you get. And so that I think that's really important. And it is amazing that there are, right in your own area, wherever we are in the United States, there are wonderful speakers. And, of course, that saves a lot of money with airfare, you know, when you don't have to pay for that or extra travel expenses and all of that. And it's a little easier on the speaker, too, because it is kind of a job uh, just getting ready, getting to the airport or transferring through. You know, it is, it's a lot of work before, uh, and I've traveled to the East Coast, and it it's, um, you know, requires more energy, more vitamins than it does when I'm uh, in Northern California. So that is just part of it. But uh, so the aspect, you know, does your speaker stay on topic too? That's another point here too. You know, um, are they or do they? And I've, being a musician, I in previously before speaking, I did a lot of uh, music, special music, and leading worship with other speakers. So I had a chance to really see all many different styles of speaking, and that helped me determine what I preferred for my own speaking style. But does that person stay on topic or will they go off on a tangent and then maybe not stick to the outline or the topic? So that's something to, you know, be a question mark about that. Are you really going to stay on the topic there or are you going to go off on another story? Or And maybe that's okay with the event planner. Maybe you just want that free form kind of um, style. Or do you want somebody that sticks, you know, is more detail-oriented? Those are some good thoughts for us for an event planner. And will your speaker be a downer for the women? I'm saying that because I, when I've done music with other speakers and the Kleenex is out and everybody's so tired and emotional and I thought, you know, we're at a retreat. We're supposed to go to bed feeling good and refreshed and not really exhausted and down with the sad story because I think sometimes – Honestly, some speakers that I have um, presented with in the past, way in the past, weren't personally recovered, fully recovered from their own personal issues. And so they're still dealing with that, and it's tough on them. And so have, you know, you want to bring a healed, healthy, and whole speaker to your group as much as possible because they need the energy and the clear thinking to be ready to visit personally and to share from God's Word with a clear just the energy that's needed when you're in good health. So that's 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 a thought that I had and and then also trying not to be disappointed about numbers. You know, God knows who who's going to be there. And other things there's other things going on. I uh, was a speaker for an event in Arizona and the event planner was so disappointed because she didn't realize that in her town something else was going on, another women's event that was being advertised on the same weekend that I came. So the retreat numbers were down because they went to another event. And so that's that's something to think about, too. What else is going on when you're planning? But um, those things happen, and there's weather and, and different other things. There's, you know, difficulties. So uh, just be ready and that knowing that God already knows ahead of time who needs to be there and we're okay with that. We're happy about that. So the grass can be green right next door, actually. <laughs> it can be green right here. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Yep. Yeah, I think 
yeah, and just being willing to be open to whatever God is calling, uh, God is foreordained for you. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes literally he will just shut door after door after door, and you'll be very confused by that. Why are these doors shutting? And it's because he has a plan that um, you aren't quite on track with yet, and you will get there as he shuts doors. He's, he's actually, if you think about, if you think about driving down a highway, and this exit's closed, and the next exit closed. What does that force mm-hmm. you to do? It forces you to get off at a later exit than you thought. But what that does is it changes your trajectory. And I see that with God all the time. I I often say that when we get to heaven, timing will be the thing that is most surprising to us. That so many things that bothered us or concerned us or weighed us down here on earth were timing issues that God could see, but we couldn't. And then from a heavenly perspective, we'll just be like in shock. Wow, <laughs> you, that God could organize and orchestrate all the things that he's done in and through our lives. So we're going to take a real quick break and come back, talk about uh, due diligence and how to, how to perform that before you bring in a speaker, as well as creating your ideal speaker wish list. So we will be right back. ready to experience your best life possible and share biblical success principles with others? Register for the SPI Coach Certification Program today. SPI or S-P-I stands for Success Principles Intensive. It's a six-hour online program that equips you to fully comprehend and train biblical success principles. You can check it out today over at Marnie.com. It's available as part of the mentorship program, or you can buy it as a standalone certification program. Learn more now at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Welcome back. This is Marty, and we are talking today with Carol Brewer about how to find the best speaker for your event. Carol is one of our speakers over at womenspeakers.com, and you can also find her at her own website, carolbrewer.com, which is C-A-R-O-L-E, brewer.com. Carol, let's talk next about due diligence. And actually, I have to just tell you, I'm married to um, an idea guy and all of the business ideas that he has and we put together these whole business plans and mm-hmm. we get done with the business plan and we go, you know, that was a great idea, but it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hate due diligence because sometimes when you do it, you actually rule out what you wanted to have happen. And when you're bringing, you know, you're looking for speakers and sometimes doing your due diligence means yep, I don't get to bring in that speaker. I need to keep looking for the right speaker. So what are some of the, I mean, the, the good news in the end is that you bring in the right speaker. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. That's the good news. The bad news is that you might you might spend more time than you wanted to um, just doing the legwork behind deciding. So what are some of the things that you talk to planners about uh, when they're when they're in that stage of things? Hmm. Well, you know, the scripture just comes to me. I'm just going to share that first. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Now, I love it because his paths may not be our paths. You're talking about the due diligence and maybe our idea may not be his idea. Again, I think we talked about that a little bit before, but I would just say research and pray research. You know, just check out, be open to um, maybe some new ideas because it's a new thing. Uh, I have a a really neat thing it says on on my bulletin board. It says, the past is like an anchor holding us back. You have to let go of who you are to become who you want to be. And I think that might be true for planning as well, who we want to be and who we want our, what we want our event to be like. So we want Sure, we learn and we grow and we have experience, but being open to a new idea is really, really important. So diligence, research, and all that, but also being open and not being stuck. That's certainly a prayer for me right now, not being stuck in the past, but moving forward as God moves me. So talk with a prospective speaker, I would say, by phone. You know, as you're interviewing her, share some ideas, and then pray with that speaker before hanging up. Be open. It's a person. You know, I think that event planners might tend to be a little intimidated. Again, they might see the website. They think, oh, this person's been here and there and everywhere, and I'm just, you know, I haven't been 
I haven't been to Europe or I haven't been doing this or I haven't been doing that, whatever they're thinking, you know, I, they, maybe they heard the person on the radio or maybe they saw the person on television and they just think, oh, I just have the hardest time relating, but I want her to come. She's a person. She's a real person and just share your heart with her and say, hey, this is my vision and purpose for my event. How do you think you could help me with of you know fulfilling that for my women how what do you and I love Marty what you said what do you want your women to do and to leave with what what style or what what is your purpose so that's keeping all that in mind I guess I was saying be flexible be flexible and be in tune to God's voice yeah I love I love the idea of talking to her um, one-on-one because you'll hear her heart her heart will come through in your conversation and that's your that's your biggest um, your biggest key is that you want the person whose heart is in the same place as your heart for your women. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the other thing before you even call though, especially like over at womenspeakers.com, what we try to do there, and it took a while to actually get all of these pieces in place, but the speakers have provided you with most of the due diligence that you would want to do before you'd contact a speaker. So she has what denomination she is. Um, She has, not that you're limiting it to your own denomination necessarily, but right away by her sharing what church she attends or is a member of or whatever, you right away have a little cue or clue about what she believes. And she Mm -hmm. may not share that doctrinal statement of that denomination specifically. Certainly not going to be all opposed to it because that's where she goes to church. So right away you have a little heads up about that. You have her year of salvation, so you know how long she's been walking with God. You have an about section where she has the opportunity to actually share with you um, what other planners have found helpful about her. Like how do they introduce her? How do they, What do planners find useful in her background that they wanted to know, she's included that in her about section. Then when you go to her topics, you can see some of the areas that she's already done a lot of research and study on. And then when you go to um, maybe her references, you're going to find what other people are saying about her. And you have the opportunity to do a lot of due diligence right there, which is at womenspeakers.com. That's why it's set up that way, so that you can just go from one to the next to the next until you have a short list of speakers that you're like, these are the women that seem, you know, they they seem like they're on the right page for what I'm what I'm hoping my my gals are going to get out of this next event, this thing that's coming up. Then you can just either print that information off or have your t- you know forward her page to your team, um, and and go forward from there. We're going to talk about making that short list in just a second, but the reality is that the due diligence you really need to know denominationally. Um, her statement of faith, you need to know if she agrees with you. One of the first things, Carol, when I started womenspeakers.com, at that time uh, we were requiring a audio cassette of every speaker before we let them into the site. They had to send in a speaking a message that they'd done. And immediately I realized that it was so all over the board you had some speakers who were very quiet and uh-huh. reserved, and you had other speakers who were so robust and energetic and just right. yelling. You know, I mean, you've got you've got speakers um, whose personalities are all over the board, and so as a planner, you really do want to pursue that a little bit and match the speaker to your audience that, because that's what God, that's what God, that's why God has so many speakers out there. I think it's because there's so right. many different that's true. That's true. It's yeah. kind of a, a yeah. smorgasbord, <laughs> you know, a smorgasbord. I mean, not everything on the buffet table is going to taste or be the right dish, you know, to please that person. And that's why we have right. such a variety. God doesn't make any mistakes there. He's got it all planned out very well. But, you know, there's the evangelical, there's charismatic, um, all different styles. Um, does the person give an invitation? Do they, is it more of a, a training or strict Bible study? Those are the things that you brought up a little earlier. And, right, what about right. that? And I love that we now can have videos. And certainly if a person has a video, that's very helpful so you can see their style. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And what you had a couple things to share too about creating an ideal speaker list. Why don't you go ahead and share that right now? Oh, thanks. Well, the ideal speaker, um, you know, uh, I think one of the things to do, again, defining the purpose and vision and then trying to find a speaker that is called to to uh, share that purpose and vision with you. But I, uh, one of the things that I've done for myself for Carol Brewer Ministries is I've kind of set up a before and after, you know, my expectations and, and what an event planner might be thinking. And so um, just briefly, you know, I have – uh, because it is a feeling, a lot of it is about a feeling, but event planner might feel overwhelmed or lack confidence in whether the speaker will deliver what she's heard, or they might be anxious, they might not be sure about the importance of hiring uh, both a speaker and a musician, and in my case. And afterwards, you know, my goal, and, and I know a lot of speakers' goals, would be that you have the trust of um, they're, they're going to trust the expertise of the speaker, they're going to appreciate the suggestions that they give, they're going to be relieved by their choice, and they're going to have less stress about what was being provided. I know that at the end of retreats, when I've shared retreats before, there some event planners have been quite nervous, you know, through the whole event, and then they're so relieved when it's over because it went well. And I think reputation can be on the line that's one of the issues you know like what are my women going to think about me because i'm in charge of this and so that's kind of a hard thing to deal with but again it's the confidence in the lord overall just bottom line is that jesus is coming soon it's just a chance for women to get together it's a chance to proclaim his word proclaim his glory uh bask in his presence it's all about him all of these details are important and we and we work on them as far as we can and then after that then it's all his so that's really the bottom Mm -hmm. line Mm -hmm. and then i just want to just end this program here with a balancing thought that no matter how well you prepare no matter how much you that the speaker, no matter how much you do your homework, it's always possible that the Holy Spirit has something different in mind. And I remember the example of um, a night we had a ladies' night out, and this was the big one, and we were all bringing our unsafe friends, and we'd gone over this with the speaker multiple times, you know, to do plan of salvation. And she got up there, and she spent the entire time talking, talking about her relationship with her mother. And never really did give a plan. That's what I mean, the chances. Somehow, yeah, Yeah. it's just shocking. And it was just like horrifying. And and our whole team was like looking at each other with big eyes. And we were just praying, come on, God, come on, God, come on, God. But you know what? At the end, when when, uh, I can't remember if it was me or somebody else got up and and did the invitation at the end, people trusted Christ. And it was like, okay. I have to remember that this is not all about us. It's not about the speaker. It's about what the Holy Spirit is doing through this opportunity to share, extend Jesus' love. And if we keep that in mind, our stress level goes way down. God's got it. God's got it. He does. (laughs) I mean, we've been praying. We've been praying, so why should we be surprised? You know, it just may not be our way. His ways are higher than our ways. So it's true. They are. Yep. Yeah, and it can be it can be a little surprising, but I think that as we as we do the part that we know to do, and then we release the rest into God's capable hands, um, then then we can feel confident that God is going to do His part. Because you know, uh, my part, you know, I always say, if if I were to say to you, Carol, um, you know, God's going to do it all, so you don't even need to get out of bed today because you could just lay in your bed all day long, and God's going to take care of your food, and He's going to take care of everything. You would say that's not true. I I, I would say that's partner. heaven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was heaven. <laughs> but you know, yeah, you know, as a singer, I go, you know, God says make a joyful noise in in, in His word. And I go, well, that's right. for heaven, but down here it counts how we sound. <laughs> so we right. have to, so, you know, we have to we have to learn and grow and study and prepare and um, have the servant's heart to do it. Right, and then leave the rest into God's hands. And even the part mm-hmm. that we did, entrusting that all the way along into God's hands. Well, mm-hmm. Carol, this hour has flown by. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for your heart and for your ministry. 
Thank you, Marnie. It's been a blessing to be with you, and of course, your huge heart for ministry as well. Thank you for all that you do for the women in the United States and all over the world. You are a tremendous blessing, and your gifts of encouragement just keep going on and on and on. God bless you. Thank you. And thank you all for being here. You just can't have a radio show without listeners and hosts and so grateful that all of you are involved with us, whether you come each week to listen live or listen to the archives or around the Internet on the syndicate stations or whether you're hosting us on your own um, website. Appreciate that, and thank you so much. We'll look forward to seeing you again next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>